Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Absolutely! My name is Benny, I am known as the Comic Story, and that is Sal, known as Comic Pop. And today we're going to be talking about the Courage Run from the Spider-Man, the Zeb Wells Run, our overall opinions, critiques, and discussion on the topic. But today's episode is actually brought to you by one of our sponsors, Into the AM. We've mentioned them quite a bit, and we're going to continue to mention them because these shirts are incredibly soft. They've become my entire wardrobe. They're 60-40 polyester. They're super comfy. You can get them with designs on them. You can get them with just the logo on them. And what I'm telling you is these shirts, these shirts are incredible. Use the link down below. Get 10% off of your order. And you can use it store-wide using that 10% code. And you can support us and support our sponsor. The link should be on the screen right now, which is a great reminder for the editor to change up the way we're doing these. And that's that. Let's get into the show. All right, so today we're going to talk about Zeb Wells' Spider-Man. Initial opinions, Sal. We're going to go into the full thing. Just overall sure. thoughts of the issues 1 through 25. Yeah, Love first 25. It. I've read most of them. Uh, certainly the first 15. Before you know, it went it's... to Dark Web? Yeah, Dark Web. Well, I read all of Dark Web as well. And uh, yeah, it's you know it's, it's, not, it's not for me. Uh, it's certainly not for me. And it's not what I would call like a memorable run it's not it's certainly not a run that people are going to be like going back to over the next couple of decades like it's not a classic run it's, it doesn't have the makings of an epic uh long-standing run that people are going to remember for years i mean spencer unfortunately is the same curse right like it's yeah. not like anybody's going like dude or the fact that there was another run between that called beyond you know people <laughs> love that because they're, the ben riley fans are like beyond but like otherwise it's like i don't know just Straczynski. <laughs> you know I mean, mean, nothing's been crazy memorable about Spider-Man since Dan Slash Run. Love it or hate it, Dan Slash Run. Love it or hate it. Yeah, it, it did do amazing numbers. It was doing well. It did so well, the they point. brought him back to write more Spider-Man. <laughs> Which I am convinced was they were like, all right, Zeb Wells, you're picked. You're going to be the guy who writes the main book. You're not big enough for us to just like... It, it, it's not like if Scott Snyder was writing Spider-Man. That's right. enough where we're like, one Spider-Man title, no other nonsense, just make this book. With Zeb Wells, it's like, look, people love your stuff if they read Hellions, which, like, it got canceled, so no. But we need to make sure that this book sells. And if it doesn't sell, we need to make up for any lost revenue. So we're going to have Dan Slott make another book right next to it that's going to be his own thing. That way... We can just a keep Dan keep Dan Slot on retainer so he doesn't go over to DC, and b we can make sure that between the two of them, Spider Man sells pretty well. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and it's worked. You know, uh, I don't know anybody who's talking about that Spider Verse run for Dan Slot outside of Spider Boy, but you know, it's selling well enough. But Zebels' run is... I'm not a huge fan of End of the Spider-Verse, but I get no. why it exists. I'm not arguing against that. But today we're talking about Zeb Wells. No. Right. But with Zeb Wells' run, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I just I, I don't like it. I don't mind it. And I'm gonna mm -hmm. I'm making a video of comic story, the promise of Spider-Man. And I do feel like one of the core problems, because the here's the complaints that I see with Zeb Wells. Okay. Yes. The big Zeb Wells runs complaints is that's not how Spider-Man would act which I think is an actual problem for Spider-Man and Batman, two of the biggest names sure. out there, even Superman. Yeah. Because everyone has in their head how they're supposed to act. 
Yeah. And I do think that that is working against Zeb Wells because I will say this version is very opposite what a lot of versions of Peter Parker are portrayed as. Hmm. But like Andrew Garfield is completely different from Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire is completely different from Tom Holland. Dan yeah. Slott's Spider-Man is completely different from Straczynski's Spider-Man. Like the yeah. way he's being written in Deadly Neighborhood does not line up with Zeb <laughs> Wells. Not even close. No, it's, that's it's true. Completely different portrayals of Spider-Man. And I think that's part of the problem with the Zeb Wells run. It's mm-hmm. not super good and impressionable that makes me be like, oh my God, this is an incredible book. So then people are looking for reasons why they dislike it. And well, he's not acting like the Spider-Man that you like. Yeah. He's acting like a different Spider-Man, one that's going to fight with the Fantastic Four. That won't take two minutes to say a simple line to Captain America that is, time is moving faster in another dimension, Cap. I don't have time for this. Help right. or get out of my way. You could then, the story could still go the same beat because you could have Cap be like, I, we got to answer this first. And he'd be like, bam, I'm out. Exactly. The, yeah. It's just the only issue. And I'm going to get more into that in a minute because let's start from yeah. the minutes. But that is what I think is the problem with this run. Everyone has in their head what they feel Spider-Man should be. Spencer's Spider-Man acted different from Dan Slott's Spider-Man. That's part of the yeah. reason. Like Spencer's Spider-Man. Yeah. So... The problem is we have different writers, and I feel like, because Batman seems to stay more in line with one tone. Yeah. And he might do some things off, but it always lines up with Batman's not going to tell the family. He's going to regret his decisions. He's going to, like, it's all the same. It's so thing. rare for me to hear that's not what Batman would do, because Batman is a hundred-year-old character who's done a million things. You know, so Spider-Man is much more, Spider-Man's a much more intimate personal character. You know, Batman is, you know, not just within the meta text, he's like mythic and he wants to be enduring and he's this like constant shadow, but in at the core of his being, you know, the Bruce Wayne affectation is occasionally some writers will play with that idea. You know, is Bruce Wayne a real person? Does he want to be that person? You know, when he's fallen in love, do we want to explore that? It's so rare, but when it does happen, it's memorable because it's so rare that it happens. But uh, but when it, when it comes to Batman, it's like, is he a loner? Is he a team player? Is he on the Justice League? Does he hate the Justice League? Does he hate Superman? Is he just Superman's best friend? We've seen it all. We've literally yeah. seen it all. So it's harder to make that count. But a lot I of also, people, a lot, yeah. just to follow in with that real quick and don't lose your thought train real mm-hmm. quick, but just to follow in with that, a lot of people say, this is my favorite Batman. Like people right. can accept that there are different Batman. Justice exactly. League Unlimited, that's my favorite favorite Batman totally. you know my favorite Batman is Christian Bale's Batman but yeah. we don't get that allowances with Spider-Man for some reason no. so you were saying well because Spider-Man is too personal Spider-Man is very much a character that a lot of people personally identify with Peter Parker is intrinsically connected to Spider-Man's character uh and deep down I think the problem and I know that like Regardless of what we say about this, people are going to say, okay, so I'm, I'm, I didn't listen to what they said, but I did watch the whole podcast. But I will say that here's the problems with Spider-Man and with the, and with the Zeb Wells run. And it's like, it's, it really pays, I think, to listen and pay attention to like why people are saying what's wrong with the Zeb Wells run or why they don't like Spider-Man or why Spider-Man feels inauthentic whenever they're reading different runs. And it's because I think people want to be Spider-Man and I think some, in some like subconscious level, they are thinking that they're spider-man like they're projecting themselves onto that character and so when that character like suffers hardships or does something that is like you know unpopular they feel like it's a reflection on them and so they take it very intimately and very personally and so you know like spider-man well, like the fandoms that take a personal effect if, I, if like someone were to come, I'm, this is not be saying yes yeah. but if someone were to be like i hate lord of the rings because i think elves are stupid someone will take personal offense personal offense disliking that 
well because i've made it so such a such an aspect of my personality maybe because it just it there is some element of lord of the rings tolkien that makes me that, that defines me and so when you're attacking this thing that should be subjective and you one could say i love it i hate it but i have made it so much my personality or i've derived so much meaning from it that when you insult it, you're insulting me personally. I mean, it's right. we're seeing it in pretty much, and I'm not, I'm not going to get any deeper than this. This is as close as we can get. You can extrapolate what you want, ladies and gentlemen. But this is every aspect of our lives today. Like yeah. every part of it. I don't like pizza. Well, then you're a Nazi. I don't like Nazis. Well, then you're a, fa you know, like I, I, every aspect of your life has become this like, but that thing that should be just a thing that I like or that I learn from is actually a definition of who I am. It's a brick in the foundation of yeah. my existence. And it's like, yo, time to knock that off. <laughs> and Spider-Man is one of those things where it, it, it's a brick in my foundation. It's I a, remember it's a, it tells, I, I got a funny story about something like that. And since yeah. this, is, this is the show of tangents known as absolutely, uh, I will tell it. <laughs> <about> Spider-Man is going to happen. I mean, Spider-Man is, uh, you know, just somebody being offended. Cause I, I mean, Sal, I don't know if you know this, but I create content on YouTube. And there was a friend that I had. I've heard a few, that. Yeah. When Genshin came out, this friend was like wildly obsessed with Genshin. Okay. And every time that we would get into a chat. Now, I was not a fan of. I mean, I like Genshin, but I'm not like a crazy fan about Genshin. I'll play sure. Genshin on the side. You'll play it. Uh, yeah. Right. But uh, I wasn't a huge fan about it. But this friend would get into chats and just go on about how I needed to make Genshin content. Genshin is the greatest thing ever. If I was making Genshin content, we'd be making millions of dollars. <laughs> and at first it was funny. Yeah. Like, ha, 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 you don't know my job. Leave me alone. I do comic books. Where the hell am I mm -hmm. going to do a Genshin content thing? Right. But then he just kept doing it over and over and over until I literally was like, just shut the F up, man. Because, yeah. like, I'm not going to make Genshin content, and you don't know the hell uh, anything about my job. So uh -huh. how about you just leave me the hell alone? We didn't chat too much after that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> because, yeah. I insult because I insulted what he was making into his personality. Right, you know what I mean? Like Genshin is me. I'm a Genshin guy. Exactly. And, so and Platt, even... who's watching this, and he's our editor. This is not a stab at you. That was not you. <laughs> he played a lot of Genshin. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I knew a lot of people played a lot of that game, so yeah. I totally catch it. But you know that, and that's the problem is that like it when fiction or when entertainment stops being about entertainment and crosses into like a an, an identity definer. Or uh, like you know, some when, when it makes you viscerally upset, it's time to take a step back. And it, it's like with Spider-Man, you know, there are the, it's the number one selling book. You know, the real problem with Spider-Man isn't necessarily is that, there. We can get into it, and I think we should. But like, we're, I, I, we're, I want to go through the whole run itself too. This right, but be, like, this is probably you know, just absolute comics of the week. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I mean, really, because like, because the because the ongoing problem, Spider-Man will continue to be divisive and frustrating because of two factors. Marvel's approach to the character and the fandom's response to that approach, because Marvel is like, I know what I know what sells and the audience has proven it by saying this book by Zeb Wells, who I think is a fine writer. He's fine. I've read oh, yeah. some of Hellions. He's fine. He's I like been his comedy. A while. I saw his name on a book from like 2013. I was like, holy crap. Oh, I know. No, he's all over the place. And he was part of not even like maybe Brand New Day. 2002, like he, was... he wrote Spider-Man books. Yeah. Yeah. I, all the crap that's showing up in the most recent issues are things that he invented 20 years ago. Is it? But okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeeb and the guy, like all that's his stuff. 
And I thought it was an invention just for this. So right, me too. But no, it's it, but it is his invention. He's just like, well, nobody used it, so I guess I'll use it. Okay. But I, I just Zebwell's a fine writer. He's fine. There's nothing about the writing in this book that is objectively bad. The problem is he is not outstanding. He's not special. Like the, the nothing about the writing is is standing out to a point where I'm like, wow, that's really bad, or yeah. that's or that is. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. Like it's for me, this whole run has been very middling of the road. Like not not like, uh, but like I pick it up every time it comes out, and I'm like, all right, see what's well, next. It's so all like, over the place. Yeah. It's so scattershot. Apparently, Zeb Wells also wrote a bunch of robot chicken. So just yes, he's oh, he's like from there. Like he wrote all the Star Wars episodes. Like he is he's funny. Yeah, uh, and he's and he's a nice guy. I thought I was going to give him credit for. I'm like I like almost every robot chicken sketch. That's the thing. So. I'm like <laughs> I like pretty much. If you were to move Spider Man out of the equation, I like a majority of Zeb Wells' work. Uh, and I think that the writing he has produced is again fine. Again, it's not like well i next level but people but but my point is oh, yeah. it's the number one selling book at, at at marvel right now and according to some outlets it outsold batman in april which is rare yeah how is spider-man outselling batman if the writer is fine if the what? stories are bad if everyone hates it Right? Every time that I get into an argument on on Twitter, sometimes I'll have fun with it and I'll post up something of Spider-Man. There's always people being like, this is why Marvel's going to crap. This is the end of Marvel. Spider-Man's mm -hmm. getting canceled. No. Dude, you, you obviously have not looked at anything. You don't like it. I get that. But it's still in the top 10 every yeah. month. It has right. not – there's not that many people – hate buying Amazing Spider-Man. Like, I think there's a significant amount of people hate buying Amazing Spider-Man. I don't think that it's more than your average, but I think that they're, part of the problem are the people who are so upset and who are so responsive to it, but also they're like, I'm I'm a slave to the system. I'm just captive. I'm a captive audience. I'm just a passenger in the car. I gotta buy the book. Every month I hate it, and I haven't liked it for 11 years, but I gotta buy every issue, and it's like, dude, <laughs> like, that's, well, that's what I mean. Like, I, part I, of the problem. If you're in the top 10, you're selling at least 100,000 uh, up to 200,000 on average. Could go yeah. higher sometimes, but I don't think there's that many hate watch buyers. You're like, absolutely there's people right. just buying the book going, all right, whatever. You're, exactly. No, you are 100% correct in that uh, the, the reason why the number one book at Marvel is Spider-Man has nothing to do with hate reading. No. Hate reading doesn't help, but it isn't the number one reason. Um, in fact, I wouldn't even say it's the number three reason. You know, it's probably way down the list of top 10. There's a percentage doing it, but I don't think it's a hundred percent of the people buying it or keeping it. Hell no, no. Velma got renewed because of hate watch, hate watching. No, you know what? You know, on a side note with the Velma thing, I don't think it got. I think it got renewed because of hate watching. Also, because that is probably the most talked about thing on HBO Max. Because you know what happened? And I was thinking about this: that people watched hate watched Velma, and then they looked at HBO Max, and I bet they saw a spike across the board. Because people showed up to watch one episode of a terrible Velma show and then stayed to watch other HBO Max products. Oh, 100%. And it's the, that, is, that is at the core of my issue with Marvel's approach, particularly to Spider-Man. Because I've noticed that it's not the, the approach to Wolverine or Doctor Strange or Moon Knight. And it is you have to make your audience as angry 
and reactionary as possible. That is 100% my problem with the Spider-Man books is that like there is this approach where they go, people will buy more of this book on average if it is inflammatory. And that is my biggest issue. And my biggest issue is compounded by the fact that it works. Yeah. That's the worst part is that it works. It's the book sells because people are upset and it's and it's it, it is instigating the audience. That is the worst kind of fiction. That is that's the you know what you know who uses that that you know who used that mentality? The National Enquirer. Like garbage paper outlets and news using that kind of inflammatory stuff. Like, hey, um, like if you don't pick up this issue, you're an idiot. Well, I'll, I'll show them. Like that's, <laughs> that is their approach to Spider-Man at this point, and it's like th for that reason you should stop reading this book, just because they they think you're an idiot and they're tr they're deliberately instigating well, you. Like that's that I think frustrating part of that book. So I want to go over. I'll go over real quick what's happened up till now because it, it does tie into what I think is helping yeah. with the sales, and I also think what is causing the issue. Sure. When this book first came out, the big promo was, what did Spider-Man 2 do? Boom. And I believe both, you and I both tweeted, this is how you get me to buy a book. Yes. We were accurate. Like, we did. We bought the book. And that's not the same thing as what I'm talking about, by the way. That's a that's a mystery box. That's a tease. Yeah. What did Peter Parker do? That's fair. I I, that, I still maintain, that's a solid tease. It had good art, because it was John Romita, and I know that people don't like his art, but like, listen, that tease, it was three panels, looked pretty good and it was exciting yeah. and it was john amita jr's return to spider-man and marvel so it was like whoa this is a big deal clearly they care you right know? that was so a it, lot you can extrapolate from that one tease so we got that we got the tombstone arc which i vaguely remember now at this point i'm trying to remember what the overall plot was but it basically boiled down to peter parker getting his butt kicked by tombstone and then turning I mean, everyone against him i think right like the plot i think is that there's a gang war between tombstone and somebody else the rose and it's like yeah that's it the so rose. and i i, I listen there are better tombstone stories out there. And I think that a lot of people gave that run or that, that arc a lot of, a lot of leeway because it's so rare to see tombstone. And just like how justice league fans exist because of Justice League Unlimited, there are a lot of Spider-Man fans because of that Spider-Man cartoon show where they couldn't use Kingpin. So they used tombstone and elevated tombstones character. But like that arc, you know, yeah. especially because it was okay. Spider-Man gets the his his ass kicked by a character that he could easily beat with one hand tied behind his back. <laughs> like, and, and listen, again, these are decisions. The writer gets to decide how powerful Spider-Man is. I I am 100% on board yeah. with Spider-Man getting his his butt kicked if it makes sense for the story, if it's earned, if it makes sense. This one just seemed weird. Also, it was deliberately set up where Spider-Man like looks like an idiot. Yeah, but you know, didn't at the ending he knew all of that was going on and kind of planned it all to work against Tombstone? Tombstone did. He didn't know. Oh, like, Spider-Man's the dupe in that yeah. whole arc. He gets his butt kicked the whole time and then loses. Right. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Then, then we move into an arc that is basically... What happened? I, I, that's the problem with the start, this whole arc, this whole yeah. 45. Right, like, what happened? What's the next thing? Yeah, it, you know? it was something with Black Cat, and that's how she got involved, I think. Black Cat's in it. I don't remember if it had to do with her too much. Now I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling Thanks, up the yeah, Please now. do, because <laughs> I don't remember off the top of my head. Like, it was Tombstone. And then I think Dark Web came very quickly after that. It was like some other arc and then Dark Web. And it's like, oh, cool, an event? Like, why? Yeah. Especially when okay, it was so here so we popular had... to use Ben Riley in that Oh, way. it was the Hobgoblin return. Oh, the Hobgoblins. Yeah. Which, again, like, they it made was the one new of those Sinister things. Six, which was like they all teamed up against that weird Thinkerbot thing. 
Mr. Six against the Adaptoid. Yes, that, that was, was okay. But it was, was it, okay. Wasn't, it wasn't great though. That's the issue. It was like this is fun. I like this. It wasn't great. It was fine. Yeah. Right. It and then like, we had the the double Hobgoblin situation going which on, which again people were excited because Hobgoblin. Oh my God, you're using him. Then you find out you're using both Hobgoblin. Whoa. But again. Not engaging, not exciting. Yeah. Nothing really adds to the mythos. Nothing adds to the story. And most important, when you're writing a story about a character, make the things that are surrounding it relate to the main character. The Hobgoblin stuff had nothing to do with Peter. Or if it did, it was like, I remember uh, Ned is involved. And it's like, Ned hasn't, Peter hasn't talked to Betty in 25, 30 issues. Like, make it matter. Make me care. Yeah, failed to do that. Well, and I think this it's is all where the, superficial. the problem started too, though, because we started off with this big "What did Spider-Man do?" thing, and it hasn't even been hinted at in Volume No. Three. Well, they did. Well, remember, I think like very quickly into that arc, they were like, "Peter can't talk to Mary Jane," and there's that there's that creditor that's chasing after him. You know, like Peter did something, and Mary Jane is gone, and yeah. he has no money, and Aunt May doesn't want to talk to him, and the Fantastic Four hate him. Like, okay, but again, I, I and, and I have a theory about this. I think that. The reason why Zeb is in this is because he's very much a company man and he's like, I'm happy to do whatever. And like the editorial was like, we need to make Mary Jane go away. We want to do this, that, and the other thing. And uh, and you can tell whatever stories you want, but like as long as you do this and make it a mystery. Because I think that the way in which he made Mary Jane go away or or, or try to interrupt this like, you know, Mary Jane Spider-Man shipping was an artificial mystery box where it's like, yeah. if you start your if you start your arc with the Paul, if you start your arc with Paul. You will lose them. You may actually upset the audience too much. So we're going to tease the what did Peter Parker do and artificially create like this kind of mystery because nothing that happens in the beginning, in the first 20 or uh, yeah, 20 it, issues. It was 14 is, issues. 14 okay. issues leads up to Dark Web. Nothing, nothing that happens in the first 14 issues is interesting enough or is cool enough that takes place after what Peter Parker did for me to be engaged or interested. It's just they don't relate. And yeah. so as a result, you're like, oh, well, I hope this big Peter Parker screw up is important or exciting. And then they finally tease you. And it's just it's it is not unlike the, the Nick Spencer run where it's like, how much of this run's going to be a retcon? <laughs> like how much what, what you will eventually be telling a story, right? Because it seems like a lot of this is just things that need you're just moving pieces around to make sure that something happens. It's not like exciting or interesting or engaging or or like a or follows a conventional story arc. It's it's just stuff. Yeah. And that's like part of the reason why I think there's well, so much anger. That's the, why I, I think a lot of people were hating on it because, like, then we moved into Dark Web and we still didn't imply what's going on. And Dark Web exasperated the situation might be like, and look, Mary Jane has powers. Oh, <laughs> not only that, it exasperated because after Beyond, you you did an entire arc about how Ben Riley's back and he's Spider Man, and so like you got the 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 old fans who were like, oh, and you got the new fans who were like, this guy's kind of interesting, and then you all went. Screw both of you. He's a villain now, and it's stupid. Like, it's a really, really flimsy... He's villain for a really flimsy reason. He has a really flimsy concept. It's And and, and, there's no, and, there, and no one's doing anything with him. Or rather, no one wants to see anything done with him. So then you're, you, you, you tease this thing about Peter Parker with this new writer. Okay, the first 14 issues are... <laughs> and then you're like, hey, okay, all right. You guys seem a little upset. Chasm. Right. 
And like, I, I stand by. I think Chasm could have been an interesting concept, but the motivations for Ben Riley were dumb as shit. See, that I like is the, the idea. I like Make, the idea behind it. Him and Madeline being like, "We are rejected copies of yeah. our counterparts. We should get revenge." I'm like, "Yeah, that, good that's idea. Not a, that's not a terrible yeah. idea. You could work with that." I get you're going to upset the people that just want heroic Ben Riley. Totally. But you could do something with that because it's basically the entire character of Kane. But we got rid of Kane, so fine. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll, we'll turn Ben Riley into the dejected clone, but he's got his own girlfriend. And then we did Dark Web, which turned Madeline, well, not Matt, not just uh, Maddie. Who's the girl with, yeah. with Ben Riley? Is it Maddie? No. Madeline, well, is, oh, you mean his girlfriend, Janine or Jane? Ja, yeah, yeah, another dejected clone. Turns into Hollow's Eve. She's not a clone. Great... She's just a real person. <laughs> no, she was a clone, I thought. That was the whole point. No, no, she's just... She's oh, the just... doctor was a clone. The doctor was Oh, a clone. yes, Kafka was a clone. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. Um, but okay, so anyway, she turns into a, a different supervillain, which is barely in Dark Web. Yeah. Ben Riley barely gets involved in, like, in the main line until they're in the demon world. Yep. Venom's just, and now Venom's here, and he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, because they're like, well, Venom sells kind of, I guess, maybe. I'll yeah. be like, you want to do this? And he's like, I guess I can like visit you for a second, but I really have other things to do. That was the worst part, because the way they handled Venom in that event was literally Venom is off doing Venom things, and then Madeline remembers she wiped out Eddie's memories and goes to get him. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I need you. <laughs> like, what? Yep. <laughs> now, the, and and the, the, the most egregious part of Dark Web is that Madeline Pryor is vanquished through reason and rationality with her family which isn't and, given to ben <laughs> which they could easily have applied to ben and they just don't and not because like ben because at the end of the beyond arc ben's like i'm not gonna talk to you because you refuse to put on a mystery helmet <laughs> you're like all right i guess i can't argue with that like he's he's leaving i can't yell at him right but in this case like he they, they don't do it they don't fix him for no reason it's just because they're like well because we already made the decision to make him a villain like it would be silly no. if we acknowledge because that's I I I think that there is like an element at Marvel, and it and I and I think it's a terrible way to do business, and I don't know if I'm correct because I can't get any confirmation on this, and I don't want it. I don't want to like know for a fact and then try to pretend like I don't know on this show. But like I I think that there's an element at editorial at Marvel where they're like obviously Ben Riley being Chasm is an unpopular decision, but. If we undo it in dark web, it's like admitting that we were wrong. And it lets the fans think that they have control over us. So we can't have that. Let's just do the opposite. What, I, like, what bothers I, I really me think it's like this weird, petty, I can unprofessional, childish reaction. Because Zeb Wells wrote the answer into the book. You literally have two <laughs> mind psychic. control, psychic <laughs> telekinesis with the abilities to take the memories of one person and implant them. And no one even says that to Ben. There it's not like Ben shoots it down and is like, no, I can't trust him. All you have to do is that. And the, all <laughs> you have to do is that if you don't want to do it. But instead, just no one thinks of it, does it, or says it. No one, no one. says it. You could literally, if you want to keep Ben a villain, you just go, I can't trust that. How do I know yeah. they're real memories? And right. then boom, he's a villain. Or you keep him chasm. Now he has the memories, but he doesn't know if he can trust it. So he's going to go and be brooding Spider-Man, a.k.a. Kane. Right. <laughs> right. He's just, he's just a more, he's just Kane again. Yeah. That's so lame. But at the very least, it beats nothing. 
Which well, is what and that's did. what happened. They didn't give his memories back. They didn't present him with the option. They basically were just like, well, I got my memories back, Ben, so Why? just get over it. Get over it. That's they don't even it. say they don't even address it. And it's the most so frustrating part of it is that they just don't even like you know that the it's not like when you're when you're when you're yelling at the screen because your kid is watching like a cartoon for children. You know, it's it, this this is this is a comic book that yes, like comic books are for kids. Ugh. But like the majority of your audience knows story structure. Yeah. Like they know character motivations. They, you know, you're not talking to six-year-olds. You know, you're talking to adults, or at the very least young adults. And all of and, and you're insulting them by by just deliberately obscuring or ignoring glaring story structure. And it's yeah. just it, that, that, so that left a bad taste in everybody's mouth because at the end of the day, Dark rubs over and you go, what did that accomplish? Yeah, nothing what was, was accomplished that? in that. What, did I, what I did was fixed up the X-Men plot. Right, like it did which, nothing for Spider-Man or Venom. No, like just, no. Because Bedlam, I thought, I thought they were at least use this as the excuse why Eddie is turned into Bedlam. And they right. did. And then Eddie remembered everything. And it was yeah. like, oh, so that right. was like a footnote. Got it. What yeah. makes it even worse, because I, I saw some of our audience going, where's Kane? Uh, as far as I remember, Kane was killed by Mephisto, and they yep. just brought him back in Dan Slott's End of Spider-Verse by literally yep. the answer was, and he's back! <laughs> like, that, that was it. The ending of that was so lazy <laughs> and terrible. It was, no, we, I, got a, we got a dagger that could fix things. Spider-Man, Spider-Woman, Kane! Kane was missing, Kane was missing! And he was, Spider and now Boy. he's back. And Spider-Boy now. <laughs> it, yeah. No, that was... I, I appreciated it at the very least because I remember when the first Spider-Verse happened and Dan Slash just killing characters left and right. And it was like, this seems really mean. Like, this seems mean-spirited for no good reason. Also, the Inheritors suck. And then they were... So this was kind of his apology being like, all right, I put all the toys back in the box. You're welcome. Yeah. And it's like, okay. You know what? Like, it's, it's as lazy and terrible as everything else you've done. So how can I argue with? <laughs> I that? still like Dan Slott's run, but never. No, no, I, big time, incredible, superior Spider-Man, fantastic. There I, are there are chunks that I love. Hell, even going down swinging isn't bad. Yeah, I, I actually a lot really I like. I like Parker Inc. I like that, but that growth to him eventually. I like the idea behind it. And I think yeah, I don't like how he too. threw it out though. I don't like that where he's just like, fine, to beat the villain, blow everything up. Like, nah, but you man, know I, he I'm has to. Sure Peter, you, they could have done something. Like, <laughs> you know he has to because Slot is a he's a Marvel boy. So like, you know that he's like, well, at the end of my run, I got to put everything back where it came from. I mean, I'll admit, as much as I love Dan Slash's run, he was on it way too long. There are lazy sections where... Uh -huh. There's there are stretches in Superior Spider-Man where you're like... Spider oh, Island's he... one of my favorites. I love Spider-Man. I Island. love Spider-Island. It's fantastic. But, like, yeah, Sp Superior Spider-Man, the entire 29 in an arc yeah. was him going, uh-oh, I'm not leaving. <laughs> or anyway, Marvel going, needs to go longer. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but then you get to... So Dark Web ends, and then you finally go... All right. So I, I want to say, up till this point, I wasn't against Zeb Wells' run. No. I wasn't really for it, but I was still reading it with excitement every other week. Okay. Like, oh, right. Spider-Man came out. All right. You know, like, I, but I was looking forward to it. I was yeah. reading it with excitement and glee. I was excited. I was, I, I did. And then they finally answered the mystery. Yes. Because I was like, all right, we're finally here. I don't know why we wasted all this time getting here, but right. we're here. Right. And I think this is the worst answer ever to this mystery. <laughs> Every time they try to explain through plot reasons, like why a character is doing something, or especially why, like every time they try to get rid of Mary Jane as some, as some kind of authority decision, clearly somebody said, 
get her out of here. Let's not do this anymore. Yeah. Every time they do it, it's terrible. One more day, one moment in time, this. They're all really even the even the arc where they where they, there's an arc during the Howard Mackey run, I think, where uh they kill her off. She dies in a plane crash. And it's like, okay, I guess. And they just milked that for a while and then they went, nobody likes that. Ah, I guess that's that. And it's just like every but every time they do it, it's like hollow and weird and it doesn't work and it's not it's not strong. And it just you can see the strings, you can see the set pieces, you can feel yeah. that this is fake. And this Mary Jane thing is this this whole Yeb nonsense where she was in an alternate dimension with time dilation. I'm like, what are you doing? It's so weird and creepy and stupid that okay, so she's in another reality. And for no good reason, she sends Peter back instead. So Peter's like, what did he do? Nothing. Literally nothing. Right. He did, that, he well, that, I think that's that's what bothers me about this. Like I said, bringing this back to the beginning, Yeah. I, the number one issue I feel is that everyone has in their head how Spider-Man's supposed to act. And he's and we've got him acting weird. Yeah. This is that well Spider-Man. Fine. I get that. But just simple things, just like what happened with Dark Web, where no one even put in the line, hey, Ben, we can just implant memories. And he's Nobody like, no. But it's the same thing that happens with this. Spider-Man comes back. He can't spend literally two sentences two saying to the Fantastic Four. Because all you have to do is have them go, Peter, you're talking about a multiversal time dilation. We believe you, but we got to do insert whatever MacGuffin first. Then he freaks out. Yeah. Same thing with Captain America. You know, Peter, it's like a day. We got to answer some questions. Yeah. I don't have time. In the time it told you to say that, you could have said, she's in a universe that is moving faster than this one. Yeah. No, oh. and, and the the problem is we need the thing to happen. And that's the worst kind of storytelling is like, but I but I need the thing to happen. Like, but it defies but it defies logic, internal logic within the story, within these characters, but I need the thing to happen. Yeah. Like, there when you are Okay, so there's tropes in fiction that you can follow, like, hey. Don't go in that room. There's a mass killer behind that door, you know, yeah. but those are for bad movies. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it, and is it fun for the audience to get involved? Yeah. But this is not a communal situation We're we're all by ourselves reading these books alone. Like it's not, there's, there's nothing, there's no fun B movie aspect to this book to let these characters behave like morons for the sole purpose of having the thing happen. Especially if the thing that's happening isn't some, fun gratuitous like check boxing like yeah. oh well we're making a b movie it's got to have gore it's got to have like violence got to have like the exploitation this is just well but my editor says we got to make sure that peter and mary jane can never get back together but i also need to be able to make sure that the audience isn't so upset that they hate mary jane so like in in this story you know in the beginning before we even find out what peter parker did we find out mary jane and paul this random character has have these two kids and you're like, oh, okay. And then throughout the story, you get like indications that she's been gone for longer than six months. So you're like, oh, okay, they're her kids. And people jump to that conclusion immediately. People were like, oh, she had children without Peter. Blah, I'm freaking out. And it's like, okay. And I and you know that like there's a there's a there's a there's a stick to your guns f you answer for that. Yes, Mary Jane was in another reality with this other guy for five, for for ten years, and she had these two children with him. F you. Yeah. And then there's the other one. The other one is so gutless and silly, and it's well they find them. Who whose are they? Where are we? What is this? They find them. Okay, so they find them. Fine. Okay, but Mary Jane and Paul are still together. But in the most recent issue, they're like, he has erectile dysfunction. 
So he can't actually have sex with Mary Jane. So don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. You're, you're... You are joking, right? I didn't miss that, did I? No, you missed it. He what has the... ED. He can't have sex with her. So don't worry. <laughs> Mary Jane will never have sex with anybody else. How did, how did but I also, miss that? She won't be with Peter. And it's like, it's, 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 well, I was going to get at the same thing. Cause my problem with what's going here is the answer is for those who have stuck it out this whole way. Cause we, I realized we didn't give the answer. The yeah. answers to what Peter Parker did is he got sucked into another dimension. Yep. They, the guy in the other dimension needed to use Peter's totem. So yep. to save the universe and everything, Mary yeah. Jane sent him back to the States. Right. And time moves there like four years for every day. So Peter was in a rush to come back. What he did was when she sent him back, it was a mini nuke. Like when he arrived, that was all he did. He got sent through this portal. Yeah. And then what everyone's mad about is that he then, and a lot of people like to say like, oh, you could have just told Cap to reference Dimension Z. I'm fine if in the Spider-Man book, Cap and the Fantastic Four don't act like themselves. Right. That's fine. Because it's not their It's book. not their book. You yeah. can use them as the, well, Cap's a tight ass who's not going to give a shit and wants you to still go answer. You know, you can yeah. do that. That's fine. Easily. Easily. We can get a little like, uh, well, that's not really Cap. That's fine. During whatever. Civil War, everybody was acting like any, like whatever they wanted. But Iron Man was the main bad guy of everybody's book for Civil War, but in Iron Man, when he was the yeah. main character and you were like, oh, well, that poor guy. <laughs> yeah. So what I'm saying is you can make those guys act out of character. The problem is, what is Peter supposed to act like? Right. Because I, I do think a lot of the issues with Peter Parker not acting like the audience wants him to, yeah. because there are so many portrayals of him, is simple lines. Simple yeah. lines. It goes all the way back to when we saw Star Wars, and I made the line of, uh, I was like, look, the Ray situation isn't that bad. The problem is no one bothered to make like a two-sentence thing of like, oh, yeah, Ray's been training for the, for the last two years while yeah. everyone else was doing – like all you had to do was like everyone's like, oh, she got Mary sued into having the powers. Yes, yeah, so did Luke. But what they did with Luke is they said he trained with, with Yoda for the last year. So problem solved. <laughs> like you just had to have that. And that goes back to what happened with Peter. They didn't do simple lines to fix it. But no. what Mary Jane did is get lost in another dimension stumbled across a couple of kids and then come back and said that she's not leaving Paul or the kids. And right. that's what, and that is what I tweeted out. It was such a meh answer to the whole problem because it yep. does feel like band-aided what it was going to be something more extreme, but it was decided to make it less. I didn't realize they gave him ED too. Cause that just kind of confirms my theory. It, it, it's, it's by the way, it's, it's implied. There's a sequence where like they're in the bedroom and she's like in a, like sexily silhouetted against the doorway. And he like looks all sad. And he's like, I should have told you ahead of time. It's like, okay. And, and by the way, they could retcon that too. The problem is this whole book is just like it, it, everything can be retconned. Everything can be changed. Like, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, everything could be whatever it's just really weird it's really weird and really suspicious it's just like right issue. i was looking for the right issue oh, it's just weird. like what is this book like at the end of the day you're just looking at this book going like what is this like well, the whole who is who is this for what is this trying to accomplish and at the end of the day like it, it, it it's supposed to accomplish two things it's supposed to entertain you get your money and also uh, uh satisfy some kind of editorial requirement or need to make this the new status quo but yeah. like to what end when the status quo is so unfriendly and and so uninteresting we've seen the status quo because the whole thing the whole the whole frustrating part of this is the book we're reading right now about paul and peter and all this stuff is a flashback yeah. to before the first 14 issues and the first 14 issues are pretty boring so we know well because they didn't even hype up to this no 
Like, that's the big thing. The only thing that acts like in character for Peter is the, the Peter that I like. Yeah. Is at the ending here where he's insisting on fighting everyone and they're like, well, why are you doing this? And he's like, I feel like I deserve it. That's a Peter move. Totally. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight all my friends because I deserve it. I deserve it. Peter does this. this a lot. The, the fact is the, the, no one is no one at Marvel's concerned with the fan explanations for why things happen or why people are acting inconsistently during Maximum Carnage. Spider-Man just breaks into the Baxter building and steals other equipment. Yeah, <laughs> just literally with Venom, and he—he, he, I'm sorry, he doesn't go alone. He goes with Black Cat, a known criminal, and Venom, a murderer, and steals the Fantastic Four stuff. Never comes up. Fantastic Four never gets mad. Meanwhile, one time breaks into their stuff, their room, gets one piece of equipment, a small piece of equipment that, that that no one cares about, and they're all like, "Why are you in here? What's going on here?" And it's like, dude, no one react, no one would act like this. No one is behaving like this. We 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 have. We have pages upon pages upon pages of sequences where they're like, I mean, Johnny Storm dies. And they're like, you're part of the family. Uh, the first issue of Spider-Man, they were kinder to him. And he fought all four of them. Yeah. Like, it's, I mean, it's so. I, but the problem is, it's just simple one lines. Yeah. One lines could fix this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and they don't. It, and it's just kind of rushing to the conclusion. And it does. The fact that the kids have red hair and dark hair and, you know, and then, you know, Paul has dark hair. Mary Jane has yeah. red hair. I, I believe your theory that this was originally supposed to be 10 were, years yep. and they're together together. Right. Yeah. And I, I don't know if they got cold feet. I don't know if maybe they did it deliberately and they were like, no, we were always going to remove the teeth from this dragon so that it looks scarier than it really is. Yeah. Uh, just to trick you into buying more books. But that is my underlying problem with the entire run is that it's all smoke and mirrors and gimmicks and and garbage to try and trick you into being mad enough for long enough to keep it's the same approach to like we got to keep you scared enough and upset enough to keep watching our channel we need to make sure that you're mad enough and upset enough to keep giving us money we got to make sure that you're just that 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 on edge about this character about the story about these characters and and, and everything that's going on so you keep buying the next issue of Spider-Man and I'm like that is not how like we don't we don't sell books that way. We don't sell TV shows that way. Like, I mean, some TV we do, and it's really bad. Like, <laughs> there's actually, uh, I was just about to bring this up, and this tangents. I'll, I'll bring this up anyway. This is a disturbing trend. I don't know if you've noticed this, where um, a show, and maybe we'll see it in comics more too. I've certainly seen it in comics because comics, you know, especially with its one continuity, it's like, well, we'll tell the same story three times in the past 70 years. But uh, I, I think of uh, there's a sequence in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I've seen it in other shows where they're like, all right, the characters that we thought should get together, get together. Um, let's have them break up and then do the whole thing over again. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's a common trope in shows. I mean, CW what a boring idea. Break up Iris and get Iris and Flash back together like four seasons before they finally were like, fine, fine, fine. We'll get them married. Actually, yeah. I think it was like seven seasons. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, that's so boring and it's so transparent. And it's like, friends, friends. party plug in our chat says friends does the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, it's like, what a boring ass idea. Like, just don't, just, just challenge yourself. <laughs> yeah. It's just, the big issue that I have with everything going on here is that the overall reveal at the ending is the equivalent of Spider Man's girlfriend, because she's not his wife, his girlfriend, right. went to college for four years and came back with a new boyfriend. That's mm -hmm. what happened. And like, sure, Spider Man could be upset about it because, like, if yeah. his in his no, idea, no, no, it's not like that. Deck. It's more like Peter and Mary Jane went on vacation, and Mary Jane got arrested by Interpol and got put in the gulag for four <laughs> years. <laughs> Why like, are you that's going to that? 
That's what it's like because she was in a hellscape dimension and met someone in incarceration. That's true. Like, I'll give you that. That is what it's like. It's not like, no, no, no. She didn't but, but, have the, what I'm saying, she you know, pick of every B-mock on campus and was like, well, let me hook up with some dude who really who suits my, my, my fancy. No, this was okay, it's I'll give weird. It's weird and it's agency-less. And it's like no one has control over their destinies. No one has authority over their lives. And nobody has any agency within themselves. My issues with these with this book is that it treats human beings like garbage and it treats the audience like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the I'll give you that. Okay, but what I'm saying is at the end of the day, yeah. Peter didn't do anything. Right. Pe what did Peter Parker do? Effing nothing. And Mary Jane just ended up with another guy after being away for four years. Like yeah. the overall ramifications of this, none of it feels like Peter did something or Mary Jane cheated on him. It's just it's like and and like you said, it feel like and the more I look at it, the more it feels like there was some change at the last second to make it so that she can just walk away from this whole setup just in case. Oh, all you gotta do is say the children are some kind of spirit from Yeb or they're like uh yeah. they're clones or they're something you know what I mean? Like the idea the pitches that we had years like uh, at the beginning of this run were so much better. Like and they're they're horrible and grotesque. But I was like, like the, the my theory that Paul was Peter from the future, like he's three yeah. or four years older. And he's gone through some crap, so he looks a little different. Like that was one. Well, uh, for was the it. record, if I because I, I have it pulled up right here, that actually yeah. I, I loved this because I did see what it was going through, and I'm gonna show it here. So for those who are wondering, this is hilarious because this is definitely someone did not get the memo in the art department. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. Paul, scrawny, bearded, looks like a nerd, right? Uh-huh. Oh but my god, that picture. Whoever wrote the the middle part, the Mary Jane adventure. Yes. That's Paul. He's yoked. <laughs> like what what happened here? <laughs> I don't know. He is he is huge. Like talk about just the direction go and look he's he's huge in the whole thing too. No, it's he's huge. Like, like he's It's not like he gets big. Like look at yeah. his arms. Right? <laughs> no, he is yoked and it is weird. And I, I just like all right. I mean, at that point it's just Oh, okay. Like you don't want my money. Like you, yeah. you, you, you want to. You want the bucks of people who are gonna freak out. TikTok was choked with these with these people who are like, "Mary Jane cheated on Peter Parker." Oh my God, he got that's caught. And yeah. I'm like, "Shut up!" Like, and, shut but that's up. it. That's it. I think that's my problem with this at the end. It, it, this was the big reveal, the big moment. Yeah. Everything's huge. It's all coming out, and it's just. It's nothing. Nothing it's, happened. Things, nothing really happened. Like Peter's life got turned upside down. He got sent to West Philadelphia, born and raised. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, in this story, everything happens to the characters. The characters do not drive the plot. Yeah, and that is just crummy. And it's why I'm like, I don't. There was I think no decision from anyone to do what happened. Mary Jane came back, and she had been with Paul for four years, and found two kids that she raised, and she's like. Sorry, Peter. Well, this is my life now. Mary, you know, if they were Paul and Peter's, if they were Paul and Mary Jane's kids, like P Mary Jane chooses to be with Paul. Mary Jane and Paul choose to have children. Yeah. Mary Jane has now created a life for herself. That's her driving the plot. This is Mary Jane and Paul are wandering the wilderness. They <laughs> find two children by accident. Their morality compels them to recover them because there's nothing they can do except le except leave them there. Our no, no, no hold on. Mary Jane's morality because Paul's know, like, leave them. The, I don't, don't even care. Right, but like he's only there to be the, the, the devil on her shoulder to say, be selfish. But like you're in the wastelands 
they're going to be either eaten by demons or they're you're going to eat them when they when when you run out of food. You know, yeah. so your your options are limited. And it's like, but the, the, that decision was barely a decision. It's like, you know, morally morally speaking, she had no choice. Her choice was to rescue these children. So she now has these children. And it's like, you know, Pete, she doesn't get to choose how to get us how to escape. Nobody works on devices to get out. You know, only Peter and Peter's like reacting to everything himself. He's like, you, I gotta I go even, through this. I don't think. It was, hold on, bring into what you just said. Nobody works on devices. Paul makes a randomized power device, but doesn't think of a way to get out of the dimension. No, why would he? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Awesome. Have you seen Mary Jane's hips in that image I pulled up? In that like, one image, you know. Plus, like Paul is nine feet tall and has like <laughs> you know twelve inch guns. Just, I don't know. It's it, it the the. The run is divisive, and it's divisive for the wrong reasons, I think. The problem is people are, like, worried about the cosmetic. They're not thinking about the fact they're being bamboozled or duped into, like, crummy storytelling. They're mad because the things they don't want to see happen to this character are happening to this character. What? And that's like, I'm being cucked, actually, because I'm Spider-Man. And it's like, no, dude. Yeah. Like, no. Divorce yourself from the, from the fiction and move on. Like, if you want to be mad at them... Don't buy the book. Like deliberately don't buy the book and be like, hey, I'm not buying this book anymore. And it's because it's just really because you treat me like an idiot. Cause yeah. you're because you're 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 writing you're not writing these books anymore. Like Zeb Wells is is a is, as we said, he's talented. He knows how to write. He, but these books are crummy. Yeah. And so it feels like he's just kind of doing whatever they tell him to do. And, and and it's like if you do one for me, I'll do one for you. You you get to tell a story and you can have the two hobgoblins back. You can do whatever you want. And it's like great what does that mean what does that result in Are, yeah. is that is that interesting at all no this this whole book is just like and the worst is that it's selling great and and the reason why i'm mad at this I, look i'm not going to be mad like there, there are so many books out there where um they don't do what i want to see happen you know but the book sells regardless and it's like okay you know do that do, do, i i'm then i then i guess it's not for me but when it's i don't know almost sinister in its execution it's like you're you're hurting the industry <laughs> by yeah. making it sell well uh so that's uh, that, that's me i'm, I'm just like what, they've what announced happening? any of the future stuff coming out of this or right i mean i i would assume that based on this issue and the next issue the following issue is the one where everyone's like where people are telling zeb wells like oh don't go to conventions anymore because of the like threats you're going to get yeah the thing now, is, fully in the present, the emissary is returning and his power is far beyond. So it looks like we're going to get some kind of resolution. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the following issue, it's like, all the right, Doc. may figure out a way to win, but the cost of the victory will be so immense. Yeah. You may hope they don't. Now, if you just look at the solicitation for issue 27, it's got oh. Doc Ock on the cover. And they go, grief looms over Peter after yeah, that. I was going to say, it's here. Yes. Someone died. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Doc Ock's back. And oh boy. And it's just like, that's literally, that is your, like, that's where you want to get. Like, Zeb Wells' Spider-Man is going to start on issue 27. The that's rest of the stuff. I think you're right. All yeah. just building, just doing what editorial told him to do. Like, just and it do looks like the, the next four issues are just going to be a Doc Ock fight. So who dies? Right? But, Who dies? Unlike, since we don't know, and it's coming out May 31st, so this episode will be out way ahead of that. But let's yeah. end this podcast by theorizing. Who, they're not going to kill Mary Jane because that would have been how they started this. You think it's too obvious? Because I mean, I, like, yeah, I think it's too obvious because what I think what I think happened, what they would have done, is she died in the other universe, and that's why he's so upset. Mm -hmm. Why do this carrot on a stick thing? Because you could have easily been like, Mary Jane's not with us anymore, Spider Man, and yeah. that been the plot, and then she reveal she had died. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she's going to die. I don't think it'll be Paul because people would just cheer. 
Right. <laughs> well, because like, oh no, Peter's like, oh no, <laughs> uh, Paul's dead. Poor Paul. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be Norman because he has the gold goblin book now and he's just started his redemption arc. Well, and like, who would care that yeah. Norman Osborn died? Like, so who, who else is left in the cast that would, that would be like such a shocking death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mary Jane and Aunt May, but like, they're not going to kill Aunt May this early on. I feel like maybe because what if they killed Aunt May and that's why Doc Oxman. Oh, that could be, you know, uh, they could kill Robbie. Uh, because Robbie is, uh, you know, he's been referenced in this story. He's Randy's father. You know, he's been at odds with Hammerhead. Peter Parker could be like fighting Captain America, which is a stupid forget. Like, it's a stupid avoidable situation that is there only because you need to think this is stupid and avoidable. And he's not there to help Randy or, Ro or Robbie. You know, it's yeah. like, oh no, like it could be that. It, 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 Ooh, a chat brings up Jonah. That would be so again. If they kill anyone who isn't Mary Jane, then this whole thing is a middle finger to you, the reader, because it is unearned and it, and it completely comes out of left field. Like, yeah. There is no other story. There's no story in here in which you remember Aunt May enough to think that she'll die. And I was going to agree that nobody has shown up more than the villain and Peter and Norman at this point. And that's right? the plot they're building. And Mary Jane, maybe they will kill Mary Jane. I honestly, at this point, I hope they do. If they do, that would be an excuse for Marvel to be like, Zeb, don't go, don't go, don't go to, don't go to like, <laughs> like, don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's just like all of it is so avoidable and undoable. Like, that's why I'm like, don't be mad. Like, I'm mad because you're making poor comic books. Don't be mad that Mary Jane did XYZ. Don't be mad about the children that such and such because you could always just have Doctor Strange go, oh, they're all fake. Cthon was there. You know, it's just, you don't have to. The Fantastic Four are like, hey, Peter, now that we've got two seconds to sit down, the machine you built is actually this. And Norman Osborn knew that. And he built this like whole thing, this elaborate fake thing. He went, took, he sent you to an alternate, he sent you to a parallel Earth where Mary Jane and Paul didn't have these kids. Like, actually, Mary Jane is in another dimension somewhere. Like, yeah. There's so many ways you could just go now because I mean, like, look at the Nick Spencer run and how they went like, oh, uh, uh, high evolutionary met Craven and uh, made more Cravens, and that's why the Craven that you love that is Craven, yeah, he's dead, and the Craven that's the Craven that Marvel wants is just a clone Craven who just looks exactly like the old Craven. That like, dude, the clone Craven is the most confusing thing ever. It really it's just, is, and like, it's just I, every because time I feel like I get it. I'm like. Why does he look the same? Right. Well, because the high evolutionary made clones of him. And it's like the reason why he did that. It's just, it's because that, because Nick Spencer was like, I like Craven's last hunt. And if you bring back Craven, the hunter, you undo Craven's last hunt. So we're yeah. going to fix that. And it's like, you don't do a book about, I'm going to fix that. You have to be like, I'm going to do a book about this thing. And that's a story. And I really care about it. And Oh my God, I think I could fix something in here. If I just did this, like that's where the retcons come from. You don't go, Dudes, I got a big retcon for you. <laughs> I mean, that, that was most of Nick Spencer's route. My whole yeah. run is going to be fixing things you don't like in Spider-Man's history. Or, don't, or couldn't remember or care about. I'm like, I mean, like, he's like, yeah, Harry was always dead. I'm like, fair, I, I'm good. But why did it take this long to explain that? <laughs> it was like the Clone Saga, but without any clones. But, all right, let's go ahead and bring this episode of Absolute Comics to our close. This is our episode of Absolute Comics, Sal. I knew Spider-Man would be our longest topic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> we both care too much about Spider-Man. That's what it comes down to. That's the problem. <laughs>
So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you check out the Get to the AM link down below and support this channel and our endeavors. And if you liked it enough, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. We bring you a pretty frequent amount of videos whenever everyone's in the office doing the thing. So <laughs> thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time.